Welcome to the SoulPid Media Health and Business Report, hosted by Craig Dawson, Vice President, SoulPid Media. Hello and welcome to the SoulPid Media Health and Business Report. Today we have Kirsten Parham, CPMC, TCPS-S, Lead Recovery and Peer Services Coordinator, Western Psychiatric Hospital of UPMC. Kirsten, welcome to the Soul Pit Media Health and Business Report. Thank you for having me. Now, Kirsten, mental health has really been a major issue after going through nearly two years of the COVID-19 forced isolation. Has there been any change in those numbers now that we are getting back to normal? The trends for mental health across all groups were trending worse before COVID. While there's still some media attention given to the fact that suicide rates or a whole went down during the first two years of COVID. But this was actually primarily because of the decrease in white male suicide. Uh, Suicide in Blacks, adolescents, young adults continued to increase and still continue to increase. Likely risks more driven by intersexuality of the risk of COVID alone for all demographics, pre-existing stressors, crisis, lack of social resources, physical or psychiatric disability. This is all magnified actually by COVID. And then the surging gun violence across the communities increases uh, the mental health concerns from insomnia to depression, et cetera. Now, Kirsten, are the mental health numbers different in the minority community as opposed to the general population as a whole? Not so much because of race, but because of racism creating increased social stressors, decreased access to mental health services in general, mental health services in particular. Mental health screening tools also used to identify people for risk of suicide, experiencing depression or suicide may not work consistently across all demographics. Something interesting though, Black individuals in the U.S. had the largest increase in anxiety during the pandemic compared to other races and ethnicities. The percentage of Black individuals screening with symptoms of more moderate to severe anxiety increased 5% from 2019 to 2021. Wow. Does UPMC provide any type of suicide prevention program geared toward the minority community? It's it's interesting that you ask that. Reengaging with the Black community has been a critical strategy priority for Deborah Brodine, our president, since she took over. It's a growing strategy priority for UPMC as a whole. There's actually an article in the Post-Gazette, News Health, and it's the UPMC Neighborhood Center East Liberty telehealth story. So that's something to consider taking a look at. Suicide prevention is a focus for all programming at Western Behavioral Health. And we definitely recognize suicide risk is universal and it doesn't have a face. You know, as a result, it's important that we engage all patients, all individuals we encounter regarding the risk for suicide. We aim to break the silence because of stigma. We see that, you know, we want to support those who are at risk and help them have a voice to speak up. Uh, Kirsten, in doing my research for our show tonight, I noticed that UPMC has a program called Minutes Matter. Can you talk to our listeners a little about that campaign? 
Absolutely. UPMC Launchments Matter to provide community members with access to basic emergency information and education about life-saving interventions in emergency minutes matter. You never know when you're going to be faced with any type of accident, cardiac arrest, an overdose, or a mental health crisis. By knowing what to do in critical moments, you can improve the outcome, potentially save a life. Minutes Matter focuses on four key emergencies, cardiac arrest, uncontrolled bleeding, overdoses, and mental health. One of the things that I just want to say about mental health is that, you know, it's the stigma, you know, it's so high. We need to give credit for people who come in and, and get help because it's not easy for people to ask for help, you know, and often the stigma prevents people from asking for help. People feel that they're going to be judged or criticized. And that's so interesting because it's like, you know, you're darned if you don't, you're darned if you do. If you're a person having high symptoms, people are saying, hey, you need to go get help. If you visited facilities, a lot of times, you know, folks may feel like, oh, they're back again. So it's not always easy to ask for help. It's not easy to ask for help. And then think about this, not just asking for help, but can you imagine asking for help and say, I need help with me. I can't do me. That's definitely not easy to do, along with uh, sharing trauma and past trauma or your, your shortcomings. So that is really, really not easy to do. One of the things I think that happens with mental health and addiction is that people focus on behavior, right? And uh, when we focus on behavior, it takes away from empathy, right? I mean, behavior is the result of something, and we have to always remind people of that. It's the result of something. Sadly enough, often it's the result of trauma, right? And folks aren't talking enough about the trauma, but more about the behavior or the symptom or the presentation, but what led up to it? A lot of times folks have gone through a lot of things before they consider some of the behaviors that we feel are risky or dangerous, but compared to what? If your quality of life isn't there, if you're tortured, trauma itself happens to a lot of people in a lot of different ways. People who have had neglect and people who have had physical and sexual abuses in their life. Not easy to talk about. Easier sometimes to to not deal with it or to keep it in or to self-medicate or something else that might not be healthy as a coping skill. But we definitely need to consider why we see someone in the shape that they're in and, and keep the lens of empathy strong. And then it may, services may be more approachable. People may have a better shot of connecting and being able to validate people for the things that they've gone through and lead to compassionate, individualized, strength-based care. We'll be right back with the Soul Pit Media Health and Business Report. It doesn't matter. The time, nor the place. The conditions, or transitions, doesn't matter. Who you are, or who you're with. Before, now, and always. Through all phases of life. Duquesne Light Company is here for you. Port Authority has a new name. Pittsburgh Regional Transit, PRT for short. It's all about doing an even better job of getting people where they want to go every day. It's also about getting people where they want to go in their careers. PRT is looking for some new faces. We're hiring for every position. We offer great pay and benefits and a direct route to a great future. Go to RidePRT.org slash careers. PRT is an equal opportunity employer. 
Looking for a cost-effective way to help increase your company's bottom line? Look no further than Soul Pit Media. With our award-winning print, internet, podcasts, and Soul Pit television options, we can help your business get to that next level. For more information, contact Craig Dawson at 412-407-7685. That's 412-407-7685. And let Soul Pit Media take you to that next level. UPMC is committed to addressing the health disparities that disproportionately impact African Americans in our communities. By driving education, training, and programming, and building relationships with our community partners, we can ensure that all individuals and families have access to the preventive care, screenings, and treatment that can lead to healthier lives. Learn more at upmc.com slash health disparities. Don Stogie, it's me, Nick the Nub. Nicky, my boy, what you got for me? Boss, I got the bundle on some bad news about your best customer, Sammy Sticks. What, sleeping with the fishes? Nah, he's still with Wanda, but he's been herfing with the Cigar Fathers. The Cigar Fathers? Nah, boss, Cigar Fathers, you know. Friendly, knowledgeable staff, live outdoor patio jams, and a wide selection of cigars and cigar accessories. Oh, how do you know so much about this place? Well, boss, because I've been coming back all week. What? Hey, I'm sorry, Don Stogie, but with everything Cigar Fathers is offering, I couldn't refuse. With a ramped-up commitment to investing in local Black-owned businesses, Duquesne Light Company, in partnership with the new Pittsburgh Courier, presents Small Business Spotlight, powered by DLC. Published twice per month, the Small Business Spotlight profiles two Black-owned businesses and provides each of them with a free quarter-page ad to promote their business. Do you know a business that should be featured? Visit NewPittsburghCourier.com forward slash small business spotlight for more information the future of transit is now and we are working to improve your ride look for bus tracking technologies and other innovations to keep you better informed getting around town has never been so easy portauthority.org do you like entertainment that provides diverse programming well there's a new radio station that provides exactly that Yes, Pittsburgh's diverse sports and entertainment network provides a mixed radio format and is the place for soulful music, sports talk, and lifestyle programming. Check us out at pghdsen.com. You'll be able to find our radio schedule with all of our exciting entertainment programs. Listen now by going to pghdsen.com. Did you know that STD rates have increased in Allegheny County? No, I did not. Yeah, especially for people under 30. Mm, maybe I should go get tested. In Allegheny County, symptomatic syphilis cases increased by 97% and gonorrhea cases by 18% in the past year. And having multiple STDs increases your chances of getting HIV. Oh, wow. Do you know where I can go get tested? The Public Health Clinic offers free walk-in STD and HIV screening located at 1908 Wiley Avenue, Pittsburgh, PA. 
PA 15219. It looks like I know what I'm doing tomorrow, getting tested, and I'll make sure to spread the word. For more information, call 412-578-8081 or visit AlleghenyCounty.us forward slash HIV. We're back with the Soul Pit Media Health and Business Report. Now, if someone you know is struggling with mental health or experiencing mental health issues or crisis, what resources are available to help them? We have a few things out there. Largely here, we have resolved crisis services. We have a crisis center that's open 24 hours and, and you know, it's a, every day, you know, and it's open on holidays. And so there's the crisis center. Crisis center definitely has phone lines that are there to support people. There's a walk-in center for folks to come in in person. And uh, there's over night stay there for folks who they need to stay. And as well as that, there's mobile teams that can come to people and meet them where they're at, you know, physically where they're at, and also meet them where they're at emotionally. We do have an emergency department at Western Psych, um, the PES, you know, Psychiatric Emergency Services. Again, it's open all year. It's open every day around the clock, 24-7. And of course, the 988 suicide mental health and crisis line that's there for people. And, and this is, we're really encouraging people to use this. You know, sometimes I don't think it's easy for people to put it in the words or share what they're going through in the moment. You know, and this is a way to help with that, to be able to reach out, to train people who have a lot of empathy and a lot of knowledge on the subject matter, to be there to support people during the time of their emotional support needs, their, their, their mental health crisis, you know, thoughts of suicide, any and all the above, you know. One other thing I want to say about these services is that, you know, there's a diverse group of people, you know, different cultures, different walks of life who are there to support people, answering these phones, there to help help make sure that we can be there to support people in, in, their, in their greatest time of need. Now, Kirsten, you, you lead me to my next comment. I'm not saying how young or old I might be, but this is the first time, to be very honest with you, that I have talked to a mental health professional of color in my life. And we always try to leave our shows on a very positive note. What message could you give maybe the next young person who may be listening to get into this field that is so badly needed in our community? What direction would you lead them to? You know, this is a great question. I think that, you know, there's a there's always stigma with mental health, and we work, we definitely work and continue to work hard at, at breaking that stigma. But one of the things that helps to break stigma is to see a healthy role model or to see people that look like you, that sound like you, that talk like you, that have been through similar things that you have been through, you know. And I think that with different cultures, they present sometimes different challenges. Different traumas may present different priorities. You know, until we understand those things, we, there's, there's a lot of judgment there. We don't have enough Blacks in the field, you know, and I think partially is that stigma. I personally, when you were talking about you haven't talked to many Black mental health professionals, I don't know a lot of Black families that send their, their children in to therapies and treatments for emotional support needs or traumatic things that are happening to them, you know, and there may be not enough people standing up and saying, me too. So one of the things I think is important is peers. We have trained peer specialists throughout the services, and I say it all the time, peers are the ultimate me too. They 
bringing Keith the human and human services because these are people who've gone through not just the, the diagnoses and the medications and the symptoms, but also the same types of traumas, you know, and addictions and homelessness and, you know, have been multiple diagnoses and substance use disorders, all types of things that people are going through, struggles that other people are going through. People are more comfortable sometimes to speak to someone who's been through it. They feel more validated. They feel less judgment. You know, when you think about people of color, there's things that we experience sometimes that other folks don't. And we wonder, do other people understand what it's like? How many other uh, mothers of other color are watching babies dead in the street from gunshots, right? Like how many people are showing up in the hospital with holes in them from the gunshots, right? And how many other uh, races are standing and other cultures are standing around us when one of those children are dead in the street, right? So we, we wonder who and, and if other people get it, you know, sometimes I also think that if you don't have a lot of, depending on where you live, your demographic piece, if you don't have a lot of health care or mental health facilities around you, you know, the message that you may be receiving may be it's not for us, you know, meaning whatever your culture is, you know, it may seem challenging to try to reach out to people and, and have the assumption that maybe one may not understand you, one may not know exactly what it is that you go through. And then what does it look like? What else can people say negatively about Black people, right? So, okay, first I was Black, and now I'm this. I have this diagnosis. For me personally, it's, it's really interesting because I think that from my own experience, I find it difficult to be a double minority. So if you're Black, you're born Black. You're not in the closet with it. People see it immediately, you know, and there's certain people that are not going to like you or embrace you because of your color right? And you had no choice in that. And we see how that worked, how well that worked out for some of us. So then if you add something else onto it, now I'm black, plus I have a disorder, I have bipolar disorder or, or depression or something. Now I'm a double minority, right? So I think it's difficult for one to see themselves as a double minority. And I think that's another reason why we don't have a lot of blacks in the field. But I would say for folks who want to come in the field, we need you. Right. We need people of, of all cultures and of all races and of all demographics to be here to support these things that we talk about, addiction and mental health. They do not discriminate. They don't care. And they hurt everybody. They hurt everybody and everybody experiences pain. And I think that just through us being here and the willingness to learn, the willingness to extend ourselves and being able to talk about the, the difficult subjects and the difficult topics allows for other people to own it. But be that me, too, for someone else is helpful. So I can tell you personally, there's nothing more rewarding for me than helping people. And myself, I have my own lived experiences myself. And, you know, some people think that's a challenge, but I'm honored to face some of the things that I've faced to help other people so they're not sitting alone in pain. More than often, you see people sitting alone in pain. And that's a very sad thing for anyone to have to go through. Well, you know, I must say that I have to take my hat off to UPMC for caring enough about the community to tackle the tough subject. One of the reasons why we wanted to have a podcast such as this is so that we could talk about and deal with some of the tough issues that face our community and highlight people like you who are on the front lines of trying to make a difference. And I want to 
thank you so much for taking time out of your busy schedule. And I want to thank UPMC for caring enough to be a partner in, in the community that we both know and love. And at some point, I'm going to have to have you back on the show. This is a topic that one show will not cover at all. But if we just put one foot in front of the, of the other and you know, just try to take this problem on as a community. Someday we can see light at the end of the tunnel. But thank you so much for your time and look forward to having you back on the show again at some point. I do appreciate you for having me and, and thank you for what you're doing for the community. And yeah, this is a, such an important topic. I agree. And I greatly appreciate being here. Thank you. We'll be right back with the Soul Pit Media Health and Business Report. It doesn't matter. The time, nor the place, the conditions, or transitions, doesn't matter. Who you are, or who you're with. Before, now, and always. Through all phases of life, Duquesne Light Company is here for you. Port Authority has a new name. Pittsburgh Regional Transit, PRT for short. It's all about doing an even better job of getting people where they want to go every day. It's also about getting people where they want to go in their careers. PRT is looking for some new faces. We're hiring for every position. We offer great pay and benefits and a direct route to a great future. Go to ridept.org slash careers. PRT is an equal opportunity employer. Looking for a cost-effective way to help increase your company's bottom line? Look no further than Soul Pit Media. With our award-winning print, internet, podcasts, and Soul Pit television options, we can help your business get to that next level. For more information, contact Craig Dawson at 412-407-7685. That's 412-407-7685. And let Soul Pit Media take you to that next level. UPMC is committed to addressing the health disparities that disproportionately impact African Americans in our communities. By driving education, training, and programming, and building relationships with our community partners, we can ensure that all individuals and families have access to the preventive care, screenings, and treatment that can lead to healthier lives. Learn more at upmc.com slash health disparities. Don Stogie, it's me, Nick the Nub. Nicky, my boy, what you got for me? Boss, I got the bundle on some bad news about your best customer, Sammy Sticks. What, sleeping with the fishes? Nah, he's still with Wanda, but he's been herfing with the Cigar Fathers. Cigar Fathers? Nah, boss, Cigar Fathers, you know. Friendly, knowledgeable staff, live outdoor patio jams, and a wide selection of cigars and cigar accessories. Oh, how do you know so much about this place? Well, boss, because I've been coming back all week. What? Hey, I'm sorry, Don Stogie, but with everything Cigar Fathers is offering, I couldn't refuse. With a ramped-up commitment to investing in local Black-owned businesses, Duquesne Light Company, in partnership with the New Pittsburgh Courier, presents Small Business Spotlight, powered by DLC. 
published twice per month, the Small Business Spotlight profiles two Black-owned businesses and provides each of them with a free quarter-page ad to promote their business. Do you know a business that should be featured? Visit newpittsburghcourier.com forward slash small business spotlight for more information. The future of transit is now, and we are working to improve your ride. Look for bus tracking technologies and other innovations to keep you better informed. Getting around town has never been so easy. PortAuthority.org. Do you like entertainment that provides diverse programming? Well, there's a new radio station that provides exactly that. Yes, Pittsburgh's diverse sports and entertainment network provides a mixed radio format and is the place for soulful music, sports talk, and lifestyle programming. Check us out at pghdsen.com. You'll be able to find our radio schedule with all of our exciting entertainment programs. Listen now by going to pghdsen.com. Did you know that STD rates have increased in Allegheny County? No, I did not. Yeah, especially for people under 30. Mm, Maybe I should go get tested. In Allegheny County, symptomatic syphilis cases increased by 97% and gonorrhea cases by 18% in the past year. And having multiple STDs increases your chances of getting HIV. Oh, wow. Do you know where I can go get tested? The Public Health Clinic offers free walk-in STD and HIV screening located at 1908 Wiley Avenue, Pittsburgh, PA. 15219. It looks like I know what I'm doing tomorrow, getting tested, and I'll make sure to spread the word. For more information, call 412-578-8081 or visit AlleghenyCounty.us forward slash HIV. We're back with the Soul Pit Media Health and Business Report. Hi, this is Debbie Norell, and welcome to the Soul Pit Media Health and Business Report Community Calendar. Watch for City High's March 25th new admission open house and school tour for prospective students. Apply now. Seats are filling fast for the 2023 and 2024 ninth grade class. For more information, go to cityhigh.org admissions. Save the date for the Black Birth Expo with keynote speaker Christian Farmer. Recently heard on NPR, speaking on using doulas to address infant mortality. The Black Birth Expo takes place on April 15th at the August Wilson African American Cultural Center. For more information, visit HealthyStartPittsburgh.org. The Black Equity Coalition is comprised of doctors, community leaders, community members, and philanthropists who work in unison to create an equitable community for Black and Brown families in and around the Pittsburgh area. Like them on Facebook and follow them on YouTube and Instagram to stay in the know. Log in to info at blackequitypgh.org for more information. Justice Works Youth Care is seeking motivated individuals ready to begin an exciting career working directly with youth and families. Justice Works Youth Care embodies the heart and head of human service. They make a difference for youth and families. For more details, visit justiceworksjobs.com. Did you lose your spouse or partner recently? If you are 60 or older, you may be eligible to participate in a research study. Join the Well Study. Visit 
bit.ly slash wellstudy or call 412-440-8418. Our transit system has a new name, but it's more than a new name and look, it's a new direction and a new attitude. It's about working harder to improve the way they serve every rider every day. It's about recommitting to the basics of transit, even as they move into the future. It's about providing riders clean, safe, comfortable, friendly, and reliable service. The new name and brand are the result of a multi-year process that included extensive consumer and community research and collaboration with everyday riders across the region. Quite simply, the Pittsburgh region has evolved. The city is fast becoming a world leader in technologies that define the cutting edge. A clear, concise name for Pittsburgh's regional transit system was overdue. Our transit system is now Pittsburgh Regional Transit, PRT, and they are dedicated to providing the level of service riders expect and deserve. Don't forget to visit thesoulpitmedia.com for the latest in theater, musical, entertainment, and job opportunities. That's thesoulpitmedia.com. Thank you for listening to the Soul Pit Media Health and Business Report brought to you by Pittsburgh Regional Transit. Looking for a great job with benefits? Check out their website, ridept.org slash careers. Thank you for tuning in to the Soul Pit Media Health and Business Report. Hosted by Craig Dawson, Vice President, Soul Pit Media. Thank you, Pittsburgh, for your continued support.